Welcome to Trauma Talk. Today we're talking about everything TXA. Our guest today is Dr. Bill Palco, the Medical Director of Transfusion Services here at Wesley. Dr. Palco, how long have you been here at Wesley? 30 years. Uh, before that, I worked at the Red Cross here in Wichita as well for about uh, five years. My training is as a pathologist, but my subspecialty training is in blood banking, transfusion medicine, and that's my passion. Thanks for being here today, Dr. Palco. We appreciate you sharing your passion. And could you please start us off by explaining TXA? TXA is tranexamic acid, and it's a very cheap drug. And what it does is it prevents clots from breaking down. When you think about a trauma situation, you know, your body is normally forming clots. However, in trauma, the clots are getting broken down faster than they're being made. And so you're trying to always play catch up. And what TXA does is it stabilizes those clots. It prevents them from being broken down. And that's key to how TXA works. And, and since it stabilizes clots, it's not, there is no increased risk of, you know, forming other clots um, compared to just using the placebo in these studies. What study would you be talking about there? The hugest study in trauma for TXA was called the CRASH-2 study, and it involved 20,000 patients and that's a huge number. So they divided it into 10,000 patients got TXA and 10,000 people did not. And they clearly showed in this study that those who got TXA had better survival. And there was no increase in clotting complications. Um, so there are... As far as I know, there are no other studies that have 20,000 patients in it on any other drugs that are used on an ambulance or in a hospital. To me, it's the largest study for a drug ever, and um, that's why I feel it has proven the um, – it's proven itself with just those sheer numbers. Plus, the study was done worldwide, all kinds of situations. So it could be used anywhere. That is incredible. Dr. Palco, would you talk a little bit more about what happens in the bloodstream with TXA? What happens when you clot? Well, when you clot, you know, your clotting cascade is forming a blood clot, okay? And then your body needs to, like, limit how much clot you form. Otherwise, like, say you get a, just a simple scratch, you can end up becoming a whole big clot throughout your whole body. So how does the body limit that clot from growing? Well, it's through an, uh, an enzyme called plasmin. And where does plasmin come from? Plasmin is derived from plasminogen. So when you have a trauma, you know, even a small trauma, your body is starting to make plasmin to limit the clot size. However, in you know severe trauma, you want that clot to stay solid and to form well. So that's where TXA comes in. TXA 
will prevent, it blocks plasminogen from forming plasmin, okay? So it blocks plasminogen from forming plasmin. And by blocking the formation of plasmin, that prevents plasmin from degrading your clot, breaking down your clot. So we know that TXA should be administered in the first three hours of a traumatic injury in which we suspect bleeding. Should we administer TXA based off mechanism and assessment, or should we wait till there are clear findings of shock in the vital sign? Yeah, that's a great question. I say yes, it should be given before a person actually has shock because by the time they have shock, they are on the very downhill slope. And and you're correct, you know, TXA needs to be given within three hours. It cannot be given after three hours because it's associated with actually worse outcomes. What is the adult TXA dose that Wesley is using currently? Is one gram given in uh, 100 mLs of saline over about 10 minute time period. And so you could just hang it by gravity and let it go in. The, the important thing with TXA is that you don't want to push it in so that you give it all within a minute because that could be associated with uh, hypotension. Are there any contraindications in a traumatic situation to give TXA? I think it's important to realize that to me, in a trauma situation, there are no contraindications to given TXA. You don't have to worry about anything. TXA is going to save lives, and the most important thing is to give it within three hours. You never want to give it after three hours, but you even want to shoot for giving it within that first hour. So, Dr. Palco, what is the adult dose of TXA? Two doses involved, a loading dose and a maintenance dose. So when you're giving a loading dose to an adult in trauma, it'll be one gram of TXA in 100 mLs of saline, and that is given over 10 minutes. As soon as that loading dose is finished, then you're going to start a maintenance dose. And again, that'll be one gram of TXA and 100 mLs of saline, but it'll be given slowly over eight hours. So to recap, the initial adult dose of TXA is one gram and 100 mLs over 10 minutes. If you give it faster than the 10 minutes, you risk hypotension. And then the maintenance dose is to begin immediately after which is one gram and 100 mils over eight hours. Dr. Palco, what's the pediatric dose Wesley is currently using in the trauma base? Yes, the pediatric dose is going to be weight-based. The initial dose is 15 milligrams per kilogram body weight, not to exceed one gram. So if the child's large enough that you're at the one gram level, that's where you stop. And that amount that you come up with, that amount of TXA, is again put in 100 mLs of normal saline and given over 10 minutes. Once that, 
one, once that initial dose is done, then you again start a maintenance dose, which is based on 10 milligrams per kilogram body weight, again, maxing out at one gram. And that amount of TXA, again, is put in 100 mLs of saline and given over eight hours. It's important to remember that after you give the loading dose for both adults and peds, you start the maintenance dose then right away afterwards, especially if there's going to be a long transit time to the hospital. To recap the pediatric dose of TXA, it's a weight-based 15 milligrams per kilogram with a max of 1 gram in 100 mils over 10 minutes, with the maintenance being 10 milligrams per kilogram, max of 1 gram in 100 mils over 8 hours. With blunt trauma, it's very deceiving. They could be bleeding into soft tissue. Uh, especially if they're, you know, overweight. There's a lot of soft tissue that a lot of blood could be hidden in, and they might not necessarily be hypotensive. You know, they'll, they'll be tachycardic, but again, they may not even have tachycardia, say they're on a beta blocker. You know, you don't know what meds a person is on in a trauma situation. So to me, um, you look at the mechanism of injury, you, you do the best you can with the vital signs. But if you don't see actual frank hemorrhage going on, that doesn't mean they should not get TXA. I look at it, if there's any indication there could be bleeding internally at all, give the TXA. It's not going to hurt them, and it could certainly help. I really like how you talk about using TXA in that first hour, almost like we should adapt our thinking to the the golden hour being more than just definitive transport, but also including that TXA in the beginning. Well, I, I want to first reemphasize, yes, I would definitely include it in the golden hour. I mean, you need to give it, and I think you also need to realize, as you said before, they don't, you don't need to wait for hypotension. And I think it's really important to look at the mechanism of injury. They may not be bleeding externally. They might be bleeding internally, and you can't tell, uh, but you know they are because, hey, if they ran into a brick wall, something has to be injured. So I'm a, the proponent that you always give TXA anytime there's even a hint of bleeding. Internally or externally, you don't wait for the vital signs to change because, you know, the younger the patient, the more they could compensate. And so I would always use it. We've talked a lot about blunt trauma and penetrating trauma receiving TXA, but what about childbirth? OB, hemorrhage, give, if they're bleeding abnormally, give them the one gram. If it doesn't slow down or stop in a half hour, give them the other gram. And this could all be done, you know, during in the field while you're transporting them. But it's really important to know that I would never hesitate at all to give a TXA to a lady that's bleeding or, you know, delivered. 
and um, realizing too that pregnant women have great resiliency, they will most likely not be hypotensive. They might be tachycardic, but they won't be hypotensive until it's too late. Um, so give TXA earlier than later. Don't don't hesitate at all. Another huge trial was called the women's trial. Again, this is 20,000 women who were had abnormal bleeding after delivery. And certainly the EMS, you're going to go out and you're going to pick up women that uh, might have delivered at home or somewhere like that. And they might be having abnormal bleeding. And to me, uh, again, you, they get the one gram of uh, TXA, and that's been shown to significantly stop the bleeding. And the women's trial was set up different than the crash, too. If you give that first gram of TXA and the woman can, does not stop bleeding within a half hour, then you give another gram over 10 minutes. So the, the, the big thing in, you know, in obstetrics delivery is that there's two one-gram doses. There's no prolonged eight-hour, you know, uh, giving the dose. Are there any pediatric patients too young to receive TXA? No. To me, there's no uh, lower limit. Any child that's involved in a trauma, I think, deserves to have TXA. Absolutely. Uh, if it was my child, no question whatsoever. Um, it's been shown in adults to save lives, and uh, in kids, it's going to save lives as well. They, they actually have done some studies in Afghanistan. I know in the Journal of Trauma Surgery, uh, children that are in, injured in war and getting TXA, and again, a definite uh, survival benefit. Um, the last study I saw was published in 2020, and that showed if you got TXA, the mortality was 8%. If you did not get TXA, it was up to 18%. So it's a huge difference, and that was in pediatric uh, trauma in, um, over in Afghanistan as well. Dr. Palco, any last thoughts you'd like to share about TXA with the audience? You don't have to worry about anything. TXA is going to save lives, and the most important thing is to give it within three hours. You never want to give it after three hours, but you even want to shoot for giving it within that first hour along with everything else, your golden hour. That gives the patient the best chance of survival from the bleeding. And then remember, after you give that first dose, you're going to start a maintenance dose. And a lot of times, you know, you're not at the hospital right away. So start the maintenance dose, and it could be continued at the hospital. I think that's really important. We don't want to forget the back end of that. Anything else you'd like to share about TXA, Dr. Palco? Um, to me, there's just no downside. Uh, and I go back to the CRASH-2 study, 20,000 patients, I mean, 10,000 in each arm, you know, and they showed no increased clotting. I mean, you're just not going to get it. There, there's not going to be complications from the TXA. 
no other drug has been as well studied as TXA. So give it, give it, give it. That's my bottom line. You got to use it. And if you ever think about it, do it. Dr. Palco, thanks for being on Trauma Talk. We hope to have you back real soon. For those listening, please remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review about our podcast. And you can also reach me via email about any podcast questions or topic ideas. My email is aaron.sutton at wesleymc.com. That's aaron.sutton at wesleymc.com. I'll catch you next even Tuesday.